So we can look forward to uh, to the next GMB tutorial in a pink suit. <laughs> yeah. Woo, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? All right, all right, all right. Breaker One Niner on the interwebs. Get your ears on for the GMB Fitness Skills Show. For the next 30 minutes, plus or minus, we're going to be talking about how to, how to get stronger, how to get more agile, how to gain control over your body so you can use it to do the things you actually care about doing. Uh, my name is Andy Fawcett, and here with me is Ryan Hurst, our head coach and all-around good guy. How you doing, Ryan? I'm um, very well today, thank you. Very well, sir. That's my formal way to say, what's up? Not a lot, not a lot. I, I like the formal version. Next time we should do this in tuxes. I think we should. That would be wonderful. Speaking not of tuxes but of suits, I actually just had to purchase a, a new suit for all of the events happening here in Japan. Um, I haven't bought a suit in a few years, and it was pretty interesting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just one of those things. It's kind of cool, actually, you know, because I always show up to work in my sweatsuit, my trainer my track suit depending on where you are in the world and uh yeah putting on a suit you know every once in a while feels pretty good so uh yeah actually like i think uh since people wear suits a lot in japan uh i think yeah the the professional uh culture is a lot more formal than it is absolutely anywhere else that i've ever noticed but uh you know, suits are actually relatively easy to come by, and it's actually I bought a couple of suits there, and it was nice actually. Yeah, they're the ones. It's funny because I actually got two um, right now because, of course, we're coming up to April, and so it's the big change. You know, of course, in Japan, uh, a little bit different than overseas. So everything starts from April in Japan. So people they start the new school year, new work, and everything. So they had this huge suit sale, and it was buy one get one free, and I was like. All right, I'm there. So I got a pink one and an orange one. I'm good to go. Awesome, awesome, yeah, no, good. That's, that's how I do it. So. so we can look forward to uh, to the next GMB tutorial in a pink suit. <laughs> yeah. Woo, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, don't think it's going to happen, but what are we talking about yeah. today? All What's right. going on today? So today we're going to be talking about uh, – we're going to be talking about how to adjust your training as you get older. The last couple of episodes, we, we talked a little bit about uh, adjusting your training um, you know, to your body type, adjusting your training if you, if you need to work on your body composition, adjusting your training for when you're coming back from an injury or something. And so this is kind of the, the next extension of that, how to adjust things as you get older. And since you are old, uh, it seemed like it was a really good opportunity to uh, take advantage of your expertise in that area. Because I'm so old, that's right. Um, yeah. For those of you... Which we should say, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. some people don't know that you're you're 41, yeah, right? Yeah, 41, and um, which, I mean, it's not that old, but looking at what... No, it's not old at all, doing, but I think a lot of people see... Do. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of people might think I'm younger. And as a matter of fact, it's funny because talking with uh, one of our good friends, Al, and he didn't know that I was in my 40s. And he figured I was in my 30s, you know, early 30s or something, which makes me feel good. But but um, the thing is, is there's not a lot of people um, doing what we're doing at this age. 
So if you look mm-hmm. around, like some of the other guys, and hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but like Mike Fitch, you know, Al, those guys, early 30s. You know, I believe even Ido Partal, I believe he's in his early 30s, you know. But um, I'm 41 and still doing this stuff, and I plan on being able to do it for a while now. And that's kind of yeah. what we're going to be talking about today is how you can continue doing this or even how you can start doing this kind of stuff even if you're 40 and beyond. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I, I am only 23, so I don't have nearly your level of yes, experience with this correct. thing. that's correct. That's correct. That's correct. You sound like my wife. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we'll get to that in a second. But first, let's, let's answer uh, some questions. How about this? Uh, we get asked variations on this for a lot of different exercises. So that's kind of like just list a few. Um, we do a lot of things that are, are holds. You know, uh, there's there's certain types of exercises that you do for reps, certain that you do for duration, and there's other ways that you might you know count exercises to. Uh, obviously, we always suggest that you focus on quality over quantity be that reps, sets, or duration, or whatever, but assuming good quality, people ask, well, what's a good time to hold the hollow body, or what's a good time to hold the L-sit? You know, what, and what it comes down to is I think people want to know how many seconds do they have to do it before they can pat themselves on the back. Sure, sure. Um, there's a couple ways I can answer this, and, and I can flat out just say the way that we have it written in, in the manuals, um, the hollow body hold, you want to work up to being able to hold each level. Like if you start with your legs bent and then work on straighten them and then get into the full hold uh, for a minute, that's what you're aiming for. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you why we do that. Um, the reason why is because most people don't actually spend enough time working on the basics to get themselves strong enough to do the other stuff that comes later. And so um, that's why we give out a number, you know, aiming for that one-minute mark. Handstand is a good example of that, looking at holding a freestanding handstand for one minute before you move on to something else. But I got to tell you, really, that's just a number. It's just a number. If you have put in plenty of time and – you're very, and I like to use the term very comfortable with the term. And comfort to me is, for example, I can lie down on the ground in a hollow body, hollow body hold and watch TV and be okay. You know, I mean, I've spent so many years doing it. I'm just, it's, I don't want to say it's natural because it's not like just, yeah, I'm walking kind of thing, but extremely <laughs> comfortable with it. Yeah. And so, really, really, it all comes down to are you able to perform that particular hold? for the proper amount of time that allows you to start working on the next whatever you're working on. So let's say you you look at the L-sit and you want to do the L-sit on rings. And the reason that you want to do the L-sit is because you want to start going the L-sit to a bent arm stand. Well, you're not going to have to hold the L-sit for a minute. You know, I mean, no. really, it's like a, just a second or two seconds before you transition into right. the bent arm stand. But we want to make sure that you have the proper core strength. Um, in the hollow body hold or the L-sit that will allow you to freely move in and start working on that more advanced uh, movement. That's what it is. So, yes, um, I don't necessarily think you need to be able to hold the L-sit for a minute. That's pretty pretty long. 
you know, a re- to do a good Elsit for a that's minute crazy is yeah. long. That's, yeah. It's a and long I'm gonna flat time. out say I don't think I could do that right now. Yeah. I, I honest, honestly, I know I, I I couldn't do a one minute proper Elsit right now. Mm. But but I can pop up right now on the rings, hold an Elsit for a good twenty seconds, no problem. You know. Yeah. And that's just the fact that I've spent so much time before working on that. And this is another thing too, that is good to bring up. You work on being able to hold something for a minute, whether it be the hollow body hold or the handstand. Now, once you get that and you start working on the other things, you won't. You probably won't be working on those one minute holds as much, maybe, as yeah. you did previously. So that's why I said that I don't think I can do it now. And so this wave, this looking at, okay, I've put that aside on the maintenance, you know, on the back burner for yeah. now, so I can focus on something else. Is is a good way to look at things. So just because so you there's do it no once, yeah there's no rule that a one minute hollow body hold is a prerequisite for doing handstand training and that you should always you know it's here's the one minute hold and you'll always be above this level right. and you yeah. know if you if you go on and practice mostly actual handstands and you're not working the hollow body much anymore because you are sure that your your core strength and core control is adequate. Uh, you might actually not be able to hold it as long exactly. because you're not doing exactly. that exercise anymore. Exactly. And that's right. fine unless it becomes a problem with that's being right. able to control your handstand and you need to go back and train it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, cool. that's right. So, yeah. yeah. Another thing I think to point out is uh, that when we say you work up to like a minute for the hollow body, right? Obviously, one minute is not magical. And like you right. said, it's not that you need a full minute, but it's a good thing to shoot for. And actually with training – it's not that hard to get up to a one-minute hold in the hollow body, for example. Now, for LSIT, getting up to a minute, that would be pretty impressive. Yeah. That's, but, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But when we say – when we also the thing to keep in mind when we say you know, a minute or 30 seconds or whatever, we're not talking about the last 15 seconds. You're shaking and dying and your form is going crazy. You know, we mean getting into position, locking it out, sitting there and holding it. And then when the time is up, that's about the time that you start like losing it, right? Right, right, right. You know, being able to, to, as you say, comfortably maintain that position. That's what we're after. Not forcing yourself to, to make it regardless. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, you're breathing, you know, huffing and puffing. We don't want that. I mean, really, as if we're having a conversation right now. That's what you. That's what you want to be. Right? Yeah. So then what are, what are some benchmarks? So hollow body, we like to say a minute because it's just a, a good round number that is attainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSITs, obviously a minute is not going to be attainable yeah. for most people. What's, what's a good you goal know, for LSITs? You know what? I would say, I mean, a solid legs locked, um, arms locked out, 20 seconds. And, you know, other places, you know, I might have said, you know, 30 or something like that. But realistically, realistically... Mm-hmm. A long 20 seconds. This is another thing too. Most people count one, two, three, four, five. I had somebody send me a video yesterday. He's like, I got a solid five-second X. I'm not going to tell you what he was doing. And and I looked at it and I counted to two. And I was like, that ain't five seconds. So, you know, when you're doing it, it's tough because you're like, oh, yeah, that felt like 10 seconds. And you look at the video and you're like, 
I was like four. Nope. Uh, yeah. Same with me. Same with me. So I just get in the habit of doing one, one thousand, two, two thousand, three, three thousand. So that's how I count it. So I mean, twenty seconds counting that way is a long time. So yes, it is. It for is. the LSAT, I think that would be a pretty good thing to shoot at. Um, uh, other little th- little things. Other things like if you're working on the planche, um, a five second. A five-second solid hold, um, that's pretty long. That's pretty long. On some of the lower levels, looking at just like a tuck hold, uh, the if you start off with – some people call it the frogger, call it the crow, uh, also the crane, things like that. You know, working up to 20 seconds is, is pretty impressive. I know some other places say you got to hold it for a minute. I understand the reasoning for that, working on joint strength. Um, Baby's crying. One of uh, one of guys just came in with their uh, with their kid. Like I said, it's a holiday over here. Anyway, sorry about that. <clears throat> Other people mentioned the uh, the one minute mark uh, for the planche. Uh, I totally understand that, and that is uh, one of the reasons is because you're working slowly on on the joint strength um, and um, tendon pardon me tendon strength and and the joint stability. So that makes sense, uh, but. You know, as you get going, I, I don't think that people should just shoot right away for a one-minute mark um, in the planche because they're going to get overzealous and uh, actually, I think, overtrain it and end up uh, injuring themselves. So shoot for little benchmarks first and mm-hmm. then take those times and put them together later. Uh, handstand, one minute. You know, that's just kind of one of those things with the handstand because there's so much going on with the balance and everything that yeah. uh, I, I say that, you know, against the wall – Facing uh, in and out, everything like that. One minute is a good mark. Um, other holds, uh, the front scale, back scale, those kind of things. I mean, I don't think you need to hold those for a minute. If you could, that'd be great. But it's an, it's it's similar to the L sit for me. Um, mm. uh, you know, get your leg at an angle where you can hold it for a good twenty seconds and work on gradually bringing it higher. And yeah, th- I think that's good. You know, I hate to say this, but good enough. That really is. Yeah. And, you know, I also want to mention, you know, you said, you know, some other people might recommend different hold times, and that's totally okay, too. It's not that those people are wrong. It's not that they're right, either. Mm -hmm. Uh, What it comes down to is that, you know, we have specific goals for our programming and our style of doing things, which is basically for general fitness for people who are not, you know, competitive athletes and for people who... You really just want to learn how to have better control over their bodies. Uh, you know, it's not for weight loss. It's not for maximum hypertrophy or any of those things. And it's not to become like a circus performer either. Right. Now, not that any of those goals are wrong, but other people might have different goals. So mm-hmm. if another discipline or if another method is saying that you need a one-minute hold time, well, for those goals, that may very well be exactly right. But it doesn't also mean that for our goals that that's necessary either. Yes. You know, some people say, oh, you should never do rings until you've been training for a year because it's yeah. dangerous. Well, it's yeah. dangerous to jump up and try to do iron cross training, but it's not dangerous to do pull-ups on rings. I'm sorry. You're not going to injure yourself because you're not ready for pull-ups. Yeah. The, you know, it and that's depends what, on the know, goal. Right. Exactly. And there's reason – why that person set up that time because they're looking at yeah. the end goal, ex- the goal. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it 
figure out what you want to be, <laughs> okay? <laughs> if you yeah. want to be a circus performer, you probably don't want to train with us, you know? And, and I don't really – Even though we do have circus performers who do train with us. Well, so yeah, as a matter of fact, that yes. too. Yeah, we, we actually right. have several circus performers recently, who train yeah. with us. But, <laughs> you know, if, if you uh, – likewise, if you want to be a gymnast, if you're – and this is – all right, I'll just – Flat out say it. If you really, if you think you want to go to the Olympics to be a gymnast and you're 22 years old, sorry, buddy, it's too late. Yeah. Sorry. But on the other side, even even if you're older, even if you're 40, for instance, even if you're 60, if you don't want to be a gymnast, there's no reason that you can't start doing something. And that was my clever segue into what we're going to be talking about now. You know. I, I want to say going into this that you know, a lot of what we do is some of it is better for younger people, some is better for older people, but all of it is based on the idea of building greater uh, body control, greater physical autonomy, being able to do the things you want to do. Now, uh, people at different ages have – we have to generalize when we say this. They have different things that they can and can't do and different – ways that their body responds to things. And that's going to be individual, of course. If you're 60 and you've taken great care of yourself versus being 30 and you've treated yourself pretty poorly, you might have a a different situation. But we have clients ranging uh, uh, from minors and children. You teach children all the time. uh, And also up into their 60s and 70s. And many of them are doing very similar things in their training and being able to make progress. So it's not that you can't do it. No, I got to – and I want to say this too. You know, I've been involved with fitness. <clears throat> Before we started GMB, I was involved with a different organization. I wasn't doing gymnastic-type movements, the stuff that we're no. doing here in GMB. I was a gymnast uh, all the way up until high school. But, you know, I took a break, um, a long break. And – yeah. It was about four years ago, actually, uh, when Jarlo sent me the rings, that I started back into this stuff. So I've only really been doing this now for about four years, a little longer. Yeah. So looking at it that way, I mean, a lot of people think, oh, Ryan, he's been doing this since he's five, and he hasn't no. stopped. No. Yeah, I have You had like a 15-year – no, 19-year yeah. break, I think, 19, when we yeah, actually figured 19. it out. And so yeah. that's quite a while. That's a big break. Yeah. And so – um, just obviously, obviously, you know, I was involved with fitness, and it wasn't like you know I was really overweight or something like that. But, but coming back into this has only mm-hmm. been four years for me, and so uh, what I'm saying is that if you are at a certain level of fitness, in other words, you've been moving your body, okay, and you, your body hasn't gone to pot, then in a relatively short duration of time, you can get whatever you want to do. Now, there's other things that we need to look at, though, um, depending on age and things like that, that expectations, and this is a big thing, too, is expectations. Um, I don't look at the younger guys nowadays. You know, a good example is, for example, the barbarians. And the guys from the Ukrainian... um, Calisthenics, calisthenics street workout thank you. type, yeah, amazing. Those guys, yeah. I'm like, wow, okay. But I don't, I don't judge myself and go, man, I need to be doing that, and or I no. wish I could do that tomorrow. No, 
I have a realistic expectation of what I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. For me right now, I don't have the ego. Even a couple years ago, that ego is gone. And so I focus on the stuff that I want to do. It's going to make me better for whatever I want to do. And so yeah. that that's huge. And the reason I'm saying this is as we get older, we're bringing in baggage, um, physical physical baggage. Uh, as we get older, there's stuff that we've done in the past where we've basically done something to our body. So, you know, yeah. I don't know what it is, but we have to understand that. So – you know, a good example is there's a person on <clears throat> in our Alpha Posse recently, and he's pretty frustrated with himself because he's not getting the results that he wanted overnight. Well, the guy is older than me. He's got a lot of injuries previously, and, you know, it's going to be a long journey. It's just yeah. the way it's going to be. And the big thing as you get older, whenever you do something new, is you have to take stock of where you're at and be Mm. realistic about that. If you've had reconstructive surgery on your shoulder or your knee or something like that, don't expect to be tumbling like the kids these days um, in a month or something like that. You've got to take – Which, you know, you did have both of those and you did did do a lot of tumbling (laughs) (laughs) on a concrete floor. On a concrete Uh, floor. Yeah. So – but um, you didn't just do it. You prepared over time. Exactly. And that's the basis of you know our Floor 2 program actually is the preparation for being yes. able to do that. Yes. And that preparation might take you shorter or longer depending on your age too, of course. You know? Exactly. Um, yeah. The programs that we put out and, and it's really tough uh, for us to create programs and the reason why is because it's just a general overview and we have to take a look – at the average person that's going to be doing our program and think about how we can program it for them yeah. in the best way possible. The unfortunate before, thing is yeah. yeah, the unfortunate thing though is that we can't look at every single individual and make a program for them unless you want to train personally with me. And so what I'm saying is that there's gonna be things in those programs that you're gonna have to take with a grain of salt and change in order to match you. So if I say, okay, we're going to do this in three months, it might take five months. It might take six months. And you're going to have to really take a look at yourself. Where are you right now? Physically Mm -hmm. and mentally, that's another thing too. And uh, figure out what's going to be good for you in order to get those results. That's really important. And when we say average too – uh, and that you're going to have to change it. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea and think, oh, well, I have to customize everything no, no, because no, no, most no, no, no. most of us are average. And when we say average too, keep in mind we're not talking about statistical average stats of a U.S. male or anything like that. We're talking about over the past four years, the thousands and thousands of emails we've gotten and messages and people that we've worked with uh, in person and people yeah. that we've worked with online and the feedback we've gotten. Every program we have out now, I think, is into its second or third or fourth revision. That's right. That's and what that right. means is people have purchased the programs. Uh, we have beta testers that go through them first. We make adjustments based on that. Then when people buy them, people ask questions. Uh, we look at their feedback and make adjustments and improvements. And, you know, like Rings One is on its third, uh, fourth uh, revision. Third? Fourth. 
It was fourth, fourth because I completely Yeah, so our very it. first yeah. program, we've actually rewritten it three times since we released it. So, you know, that's because we've been adjusting it to what works and for the average people that are, are using our stuff, you know. So if you find us and are interested in our stuff, there's a very good chance that you're going to be a lot closer to that average than you might think. Yeah. Uh, so, there are some there are yeah. you know and that's a, it's a great point and the program itself you know a lot of people think oh I need a custom uh, program we talked about this before in another show yeah. but but really what it is about is trying it out and seeing how it goes with you there are exactly. some special cases you know like like if, if me like for example with with my shoulder and my knee but the thing is because I've had these issues there's a good chance that I'm going to program it to make sure that other people can do it. And that's exactly. the big thing. And that's what separates us uh, from a lot of the other places. And that is that we're thinking about the people who want to be able to do this stuff, but maybe they aren't 20 years old and don't need to worry about their diet and they have tons of time on their hand. They can train eight hours a day and uh, – they can already tumble or something like that. That's not the kind yeah. of people that that we were thinking about when we created these programs. So that's what yeah, we're talking about when, about the average. So you know, so we'll get to some specifics, I guess, in a few minutes. But first, you were kind of uh, alluded to this a little earlier. Um, let's talk about people who are a little older. Uh, because now we're going to also talk about people who are younger. Uh, we're not just made, this isn't just an old folks episode, but, uh, <laughs> people who are a little older, you're kind of alluded to earlier that, you know, they might need to change their priorities or be realistic. And I don't want that to sound like, you know, they can't do what they want to do. Um, actually, uh, Ross Enemite at rostraining.com, uh, regularly posts videos and about, Guys that are into their 60s and you know guys that started when they were in their 40s and are just in amazing, amazing yeah. shape. If you want some inspiration, go to Ross's uh, site and there's all kinds of stuff on there. Um, so it's not that you can't do things but you need to – I guess maturity is the word and I don't That's want it to be like maturity yeah. meaning old but just personal maturity. Like you like to say knowing who you are mm -hmm. and being being mature enough and comfortable enough with that to say – to, to be realistic and not in a negative way, but just this is the thing I need. This is what I really want and not thinking that you have to chase after everything because it's one, bright and shiny and two, because you need it for your ego. And, you know, everybody else might be doing something, but but if you don't want to do that, then why are you going to do it? And it kind of reminds me of like guitar, like when I was learning guitar, um, it's just, just me, but like everybody else was learning the popular song or something at the time. I was like, yeah. no, I want to learn the song like I like, you know, and yeah. maybe I won't be able to jam with everybody uh, on the weekend, but that's fine. I just want to learn what I want to learn. And, and it's like that for me right now too. And I think as we get older, we need to become more aware of that. Really, you know, is that really what you want to do? Or is it just the fact that you saw something and everybody else thinks it's cool and you feel that you should be able to do it? Um, you know, a good example is the planche. I mean, it's a cool trick. And, yeah. you know, I, I got to be honest, you know, right now, 
um, the GMB trainers and I, at least Junior and I, were getting our planches back. And the thing is, though, I'm not doing it because, like, everybody's like, oh, dude, can you do a planche? You know, it's not that at all. It's like, really, that's something I want to be able to do. And so yeah. I'm working on it. Um, the thing is, be selective. And as we get older, I think we do this because we are mature. But <laughs> life's too short to be messing around playing another person's game. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of what it just comes down to. Even in some of the programs, there might be, you know, in the GMB, we have all these different programs. But just find something you want to do and do it. Yeah. Um, that's all it is. That's all it is really for me right now. And so even, you know, you might not – you might not be hitting the full body spectrum of making sure that you've got the equal um, equal workout percentage for lower body to upper body. That's fine right now, man. Just start off or you know, do what you want to do right now and then worry about the other stuff later because it might – Just start. Start. Yeah. Follow yeah. a program. See how it treats you and then make adjustments as needed. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I and like that. the I young like guys that. too. If we go in, you know, yeah. you know, let's talk about young guys because young I don't, too. I don't want to leave that out. Yeah. So if you're a young guy or gal, I mean, uh, what you should be doing is working out at least eight to nine hours a day. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm really just kidding. And, and I gotta say this too. The one thing that. You know, and I, I did it. All I did was work out. That's all I did. You know, I did my martial art. I lived it. I breathed it. It was like I couldn't get enough of it. And, yep. you know, I think trying out a whole bunch of different stuff is good when you're young. It's one of those things Dan John talks, Dan John talks a lot about it, about dabbling a little bit of a lot of stuff to figure out what you really want to do. But then when you figure out what you really want to do, Hit it hard because that's yeah. a good opportunity for you to get really good, really good at something and because mm-hmm. your recovery is going to be better. And you know, if you're really young, you could probably put anything you want in your mouth and it's going to be fine because you're not going to have to worry about getting fat. And you know, of course, you know, case by case. But, but that's the time for you to really focus on something to get good at it. And mm-hmm. the trouble comes about. This is the ego. This is the thing with every person in the world and you're going to be like, yeah, I want to get really good at this and your friends are going to go, dude, you should also do this and you're going to start thinking, oh, I have to do that too because my buddy's talking about it. The only advice I can give to you about that is live your own life. Um, yeah, if you want to dabble a little bit in that too, hang out with your friends, it's great. But sure. if you can find something that you can be really good at, do it and just stick with it and um, that's all i got to say about that. So. Yeah, and that's not to say that everyone needs to be a specialist or anything either. No, 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 no. You know, you start out dabbling in different things. You you can't pick your favorite if you've never tried anything else. Like right. there's there's 31 flavors of ice cream. You're yeah. not just going to like decide I like chocolate. There's a lot more than 31 too. But it, you know, you've got to figure out what you enjoy. You know, go go rock climbing, try slacklining, uh you know, learn how to learn, do some parkour, take some capoeira yeah. classes, do some yeah. martial arts, you know, take an adult gymnastics class if there's something near you. 
go and, go to the weight I, room and get pretty good at the basic lifts. Yeah, and I got to say, I got to interrupt because also don't get on Facebook and think that you shouldn't do something because somebody that you admire says it's bad. Like, no. like Zumba. If you want to try Zumba, go do it. Seriously, screw everybody else. Go I know a girl that it. loves Zumba and she does it all the time and it's like her social life, it's her exercise, it's the most fun thing that she does. She she it's like it's great. Good for it's her. Good Seriously. For That's, her. Awesome. You know? That's awesome. And so, you know, don't let other people's opinion dictate how you want how you end up living your life. And yeah. so this is something for me that was tough. I got a you know, a coming out thing here, but I lived my life a lot about opinions of others you know being in japan and having other people tell me the way that i should be doing stuff and like now that i get older i'm like nah nah this is how i want to do it and you know as you get older you realize you don't need a lot of the negative people in your life they just hold you back so when you're young you know find what you want to do you do zumba that's awesome capoeira that's awesome karate whatever it doesn't matter do it enjoy it don't worry about what other people say about it um have fun you know that's that's what yeah. you got to do. Put in the work. This is a good yeah. opportunity when you're young to really put in the work and do it hard. Yep. But enjoy what you're doing. Keep in mind, there, nothing is the best. Nah. Nothing is the best. Nah. If you're young and somebody says something the best, even if you're old and somebody says something the best, nothing's <laughs> the best. You just got to figure out what's, what's, what what's you're interested in. What's best for you. In. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, if everybody jumped off a bridge, now, <laughs> would you too? <laughs> Come on. Be honest. No, but you know, so you know, if you are young on the practical side, you know, do a lot of things. But also remember that you know, just because you can get away with things, injuries you have now are going to come back for the rest of your life. Take care of yourself. Learn, That's learn right. proper maintenance and recovery now. Yes. You know, yes. for one, it's going to accelerate your 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 results and your progress so much. But for two, it's going to keep you from, from having things that you regret. It's going to prevent you from being that guy that's 40 years old and is like, you know, my shoulder's all messed up. Can I do this? Exactly. You don't have to have that question if you don't let your shoulder get messed up. Word to that. Oh, I needed this talk when I was about 22. I think everyone You needed this you talk know? when you were about 32 I also. I did, exactly. I was still doing crazy <laughs> shit when I was at um, – Yeah. 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 Um, but then, you know, on the other side, older people, it's also – it comes down to also the same thing but not as much from a preventative side is that your body probably uh, – as the metabolic processes slow down, your recovery is also going to take longer and nutrition is going to be more important and rest is going to be more important. And you have to be even more careful to avoid injury because uh, – you know, those that recovery is going to be less complete and take even longer to heal and slow you down even more. And so that's really what it comes down to with age for adjustments is just being even more careful and mindful of where you're really at, you know, continuing to take your ego out of it as much as possible and just focus on quality and recovery. Boom. That's it. That's it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we've today. talked with this about like hundreds of people. It's almost as if we've coached almost hundreds if, of people. Yeah, almost as if every single day we say this or something, you know? Yeah, people that we work I don't with. know. Kind of weird. All right, yeah. I think that's a good place to stop. Uh, good yeah. topic. Um, yeah, so it doesn't matter really your age. It's, it's 
it's taking care of yourself. That's what it comes down to and yep. uh, enjoying the process. So. Yeah, find what you want to do and take care of yourself and you'll be able to make progress and you know be happy with what your body can do for a long time. So thank you for watching, listening, being a part of the posse. Leave us a message, send us a note, review us on iTunes, um, uh, send Amber chocolate. Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll see you next time.